Hannah Rockwell. And I'm Quentin Rockwell. We're married. And we work together. Well, kind of. This is Working Together-ish. Working Together-ish, I am the lovely and talented Quentin Rockwell with the exponentially more lovely and talented Kat Rockwell. Thank you very much for that kind introduction. That was nice, huh? It was very sweet. I know. Welcome to the podcast for couples who work together. Thank you very much for subscribing and taking the time to just listen and be so much more informed about life-changing information. No. Life-changing stuff. Stuff. Life-changing stuff. That should be our tagline. It should be. So today we are discussing time off. Yeah, and considering, you know, we've got the whole holiday situation, either it's um, forced time off due to can't get anything done because everybody else is taking time off, or it's something you enjoy. Yeah, that's what we see in our line of work. So we're in real estate, we're, we're realtors, and work together and run a team together. And that's the biggest dilemma. It's not us wanting or needing to take the time off. It's a lack of being able to get stuff done because yeah. the people that you rely on to do their part of the job, they're also taking time off. And no, not everybody, because a yeah. lot of them are like trying to get year end stuff done and like are working through the holidays. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm typically the type that I'll, I'll keep working until I have to not work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'll take like, you know, I mean, I could see like taking Christmas off or something like that. But right. I mean, sometimes I have stuff I got to get done and I just got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, but I've always been that way. I mean, right. It's not, it's not a new thing or a career thing. It's not a woe is me. This career is so hard thing. It's, I mean, I've always been that way because other jobs or, or in co- other careers, I guess that I've had where mm-hmm. I've, I've worked for myself then too. So it's just kind of a, I guess a common thing for me, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. And it's sort of interesting because with, Some jobs, if people are taking, if they're taking time off, like taking vacation days, it, the, we run a business together aspect kind of throws in a different dynamic because it's not only, it's not like, okay, I put in for vacation and I got it. It's choosing to halt your business for a little while and then to pick it back up whenever you're, which I mean, we've kind of discussed things like that before i mean and it'll 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 come up again at mm-hmm. some other point um to where it's like you know you work together it's kind of okay when do you when do you switch off mm-hmm. um when's it okay for you to switch off and to to take that time off to take that vacation right. to whatever it's a it's, when is it it sounded like you were going to answer that question oh, well no when i mean when is it okay i don't know it's up that's between y'all i mean i don't know it's kind of one of those things where I mean, it's it's probably the most common thing is like when to switch off work, mm-hmm. um, and it's a struggle sometimes. It is really a struggle. Um, so I mean, yeah, I I, I just kind of um, that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be talked about again on numerous right. other episodes. We've done it before. We'll do it again. I don't think it ever like it's always simultaneous. Like. 
we are both going to hit pause at this exact moment. And yeah. then we're going to unpause at this exact moment. Like, I don't think, I think it's like one of us is wrapping up stuff and has it wrapped up early. And then the other one wraps up a little bit later. And yeah. then you just sort of jump back into it whenever you're done with family yeah. stuff or done with say, your time off. And when that wrap up for me, well, I say for me and well, mm-hmm. you too, it's like, well, I can't do anything else for a while. Right. So. Guess I'm done. Well, let's get into our three questions. So for those of us joining us for the first time, the first segment, I usually say section, and I always mean to say segment. The first yeah. segment That's of the show. It is. Our first segment is called Three Questions, where Quentin and I come up with three questions for each other about the topic, and we ask it that question to the other person. Life-changing stuff, folks. The next section, darn it. The next this segment, okay. The next segment is called What Does the Internet Say? Where we look at the topic on the internet and comedy ensues from there from that point on. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just deal with the, the segment that we're dealing with now. So who's going first? You or me? You are going to go first. I'm going to go for first. This, for this segment. For this segment, I will ask you. This segment's questions. Okay, so my first question is, is what's your favorite type of vacation? I mean, there's like lounge vacations, then there's like active vacations, mm. and then there adventure vacations, mm. then there's sightseeing vacations. What's your favorite type? Mm-hmm. I'm an active vacationer. Like, I want to go and do and move and... Like I just can't sit still. Like like adventure type stuff. <clears throat> like if you were to go on, let's say, island vacation, you'd want to do all of the parasailing, the scuba diving, and the all that type well, of. Well, I don't know about those specific activities. Uh, I don't. I know folks who've gone scuba diving mm. and love it. Quinn's one of them. I, am. I just. I don't like being in a situation where I can't control the outcome. And so I don't want to be several hundred feet under, you know, below the ocean. And Well, you won't be several hundred feet. You may be like 50. Okay. Well, that's what I imagine scuba diving being. Like, I'm like hunting for the Titanic. And no, <laughs> I'm that, that that's, deep. No. So, so <clears throat> I don't want to be, I don't like being in a situation that, I don't know how to get out of. And so parasailing does not interest me. Scuba diving well, they, does they, not interest they me. They teach you how to in scuba diving. I'm just saying. I, I prefer to go hiking. Okay. Um, sightseeing. Like I a museum is cool, especially if it's like a really obscure museum. Or a <laughs> like, cool one. With or a, a cool lot of one. cool stuff. Yeah. Or but I, I love going to obscure museums. Like, you're in a small town, and they're like, we got this museum over here. Got this museum, right, Terry? You want to come take a look? Yeah. Like, those are my favorite. We got a certified, bona fide Civil War bullet. Yeah. Anyway, Yes, yeah. that's, that's my absolute favorite. I like to see historical things. I like to see... Um, so, you like museums. Do you like art museums, or... I've never been to an art museum. I have. I don't know. I... I, I I did. I've gone to a few. Yeah. And the only one I liked, I saw like four or five things that was cool and then Yeah. Deuces. Um no, I I, I really like to to go and do and learn. 
Um, the more unique it is, the better. But, you know, state parks, national parks, like those are things that I really, I really do enjoy. I don't like to do touristy things oh, okay. if it's crowded uh, and a lot of vendors. You don't want I to. don't really want to go. Um, and, yeah, so so that's kind of my vaca- vacationing vibe of, like, low-key but active. Okay. Okay, then what's your, what is your favorite destination? I Like, place I've been or I would like to go to? You'd like to? Well, eat both. Okay. The favorite place I've been... I I would say it's an equal tie between Carlsbad's Cavern, Carlsbad Caverns okay. in New Mexico, or Tortola in the British mm, Virgin Islands. That was nice. Yeah. So those have been like equally my my favorite. And just I didn't I didn't realize Carlsbad ranked that high for I, you. I do. I think it's a very interesting hike. Um, now, granted, when we hiked the entire thing, we also had our 15-month-old with us. Oh. And we did not, we couldn't, either we couldn't bring our stroller with us or we didn't know they, we could bring a stroller with us. They wouldn't let you. Yeah, we wouldn't, they wouldn't let us bring a stroller. So, most of the hike, we were carrying and this, we like. down. We didn't right. take the elevator down and then walk around. We walked all yeah. the way down. It was a, it was a three-hour hike with. A 15-month-old. So, yeah. But, no, nevertheless, it was it was extremely beautiful. I mean, just to think of something that grandiose and just amazing that place is, that it's just naturally occurring, I, I love. Yeah, uh, Tortola, cool. we had a similar experience. Not similar, but, you know, we, we hiked through caves um, and maybe I'm just a cave person. Maybe I just want to go to caves. Spelunking. Spelunking. And yeah, caves are nice because they're cool. And so it doesn't matter how hot it is outside. It's usually or like how cold. Yeah. Or cold. It's usually what? About like 60 degrees, 55 to 60 degrees. Yeah. And so it's really comfortable in a cave. Yeah. So there, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, those would be my, my two Top destinations. Now, where I want to go, I want to go see the Northern Lights. Mm. Like, that's that's my bucket list vacation, preferably from the northern uh, regions of Scotland. But I can't, I feel like I can't go to Scotland until my dad dies because that's like where our family heritage is from. And Why do you have to wait till he dies? I don't know, because I would feel like he would need, I, he needs to be there with us. If we go, but he won't, he won't, I, but I he won't love, go. I would love for him right. to, or even to be able to send him. My there. my dad won't go on a boat or an airplane. And you need kind of both of those There's to not get a road. to Scotland. There's not a road yet. Even though, I know. Okay, so long story short, I'll make this really short. Growing up, um, we went. My my family is Scottish by descent, so. Uh, we would go to Scottish festivals because my dad was uh, like participated in our family clan at the festivals. And so we would we would go to these Scottish festivals twice a year at least. And 
one year there was a festival. I'm, I'm going to butcher the town, but it's in like sort of central Texas uh, or closer to the valley where they have a replica of Stonehenge. And I, I thought we went to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I, even though Stonehenge isn't in Scotland. It's not. Right. <laughs> but I th- but so anyway. In your head. In you my went. head, we went to Scotland. I mean, I was like four or five. Like I was young. Yeah. So at Sunday school, the following week, uh, the Sunday school teacher said, oh, you know, talking about kids going on summer vacation and other kids are talking. They said, oh, Kathleen, where did you go? And I said, we went to Scotland. And she said, oh, did you get to fly in an airplane? And I go, oh, no. We drove. And I was so confident. Like, oh, no, no. We drove in the car. And she just looked at me puzzled. And, uh, and yeah. But drove I drove real fast. We got there. I mean, like, record speed. So. You know what's funny? I got to say this. Um, I, I, I can't remember. I think we may have just been married or we weren't or whatever. We were dating. And we met your dad for for dinner at a restaurant. I, I can't remember. I can't remember when. But he starts talking about going to the clan meeting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I bet this sounds kind of bad. And he keeps going on about the clan meeting and getting involved with the clan and all this clan stuff. And I'm looking around and all the people around and all the tables are just kind of kind of look kind of doing that slant eye look yeah. and, and just kind of looking at us because I'm like, he's being loud and talking about the clan meeting. And I was like, oh yeah, the Scottish clans. Oh yeah, yeah who wouldn't I started naming a couple of the clans and said, Were they there? And then mm-hmm. then some of those people just kinda okay. But man, there was so and then our like our, our waiter, he was just kinda oh, people uh, looking at us. Yeah, just kinda It is oh. that's why I say the 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 Scottish the clan, clan meeting. There you go. Clan McClellan yeah. was our was our clan. Is our clan. Think on this. Yeah. Um no. Our oh, family motto is uh, think on. Oh, think on. Not okay. think on this. It's think on. Uh-huh. And our emblem, our family crest is a man's head impaled upon a sword. Think on. Think on. Okay. Well, let me get to the third okay, question. Go we for can, it. I can, I'm constantly dragging this out for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Do you have any pre or post vacation rituals? Like, you know, mm. like things you like to do, like some people like to make sure they have their packing and done in a certain way in a certain time and it's whatever mm-hmm. do you have anything pre or post okay packing i don't care about i do like to make a checklist only because i know if i don't i will forget something okay like i'm notorious for forgetting things so that's the only reason yeah now how it goes in the suitcase i i don't i don't care um as long as it makes weight <laughs> right <laughs> exactly I like to clean the house before we leave. Mm. I like to make sure that it's in order so that when I come back, because coming back from vacation is just a mental adjustment. You've just been able to relax. It's kind of a bummer for me. Well, it's, I don't want to say it's a bummer, but you know, your brain shifting to, okay, we're going back to reality now. So we don't need to like, do a face plant into reality by having a messy house and all the reminders of crap you didn't do. So I just like to make sure that the house is clean. And so when I come back, it's, it's less stressful. Okay. Yeah. That's that. I do like to unpack the second 
we get into the house. Like, we're here. Dirty laundry. Get it in the bins. Let's unpack anything we didn't use. Like, suitcases up. Do it. That's funny because I'm usually the faster one at that. I've learned and grown as an adult that that that's what I like to do. Like, let's go ahead and get it done with. Well, I wish you would do it a little bit quicker well, because I'm a little bit faster. And I'm like, as soon as I'm in the door, all right, let's get it done before I even sit down. I'm like, let's get it done. I don't want to sit and wait. Yeah. I just sat in a car. I just sat in whatever. I'm good. Let's yeah. go. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But rip, that's my ritual. Rip that bandaid off. Okay. Yeah. No, I actually do like the list thing. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I've, I've kind of reaped some benefit mm-hmm. of that. And I'm a post-it note on the door, too. <laughs> person like the things that you can't pack until the last minute so for Uh, me that's usually my flat iron my makeup and probably like a phone charger mm. like the the thing you know toothbrush so i put a post-it note on the door the night before of everything that i haven't packed yet i've seen you put like four on our mirror in the bathroom (laughs) that's like hey remember to pack this before you leave Otherwise, I can, I can you can't. tell you wrote it and then you forgot and then you remembered something else and put another one up on there. Put another one on there. Hey, it works. Yeah. So, because I've, I've, yeah. Well, I mean, my, when I was in the band, like we found that we would lose or forget something, mm-hmm. and so we had like a list, a checklist of everything. Did we get this? Did we get mm-hmm. this? And like when we went in and like when we came, even we actually at one point had a written checklist. Of everything that we had, and we are supposed to, and we check it off as we packed it, just yeah. to make sure. Make sure you have it. Because we have lost many, many a microphone cable, many mm-hmm. a guitar stand, or something. Right. Something that we could definitely. You put use. the put the kids' names. Yeah. On the post-it note. Can't have a Kevin. Get it home alone. I, I do get and it. I'm too. laughing to myself because mainly because of Home Alone 2. Did they, on the Home Alone 3, I never watched it. But I did never, they give I've, never, I've never seen Home Alone 3. I haven't either. I don't I'm, know if, if that kid is Kevin Kevin McAllister or if they are just like got a totally new kid. New family. Like a new character. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And and quite frankly, I really don't care to watch it. Yeah. I, I, watching Home Alone 2 was just like, uh, Yeah. Home Alone 1 was funny and all yeah. that. But Home Alone 2 is like they were, anyway. But anyway, you think this isn't a movie review. This show, isn't right? a movie review. But we are talking about vacations. Yeah. And Home Alone is a relevant movie to Christmas vacations because the family goes on vacation, thus the premise of Home Alone 2. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you think Joe Pesci... And I know I, I keep forgetting his name too, but do you think they were like, yeah, you want us to do a sequel? Yeah. You're going to have to pay us like twice as much for this one I know. because, uh, I thought they did really good on the first one. I, I thought it, they did a really great job in the, in the first one, but, um, there's some funny stuff in the second one. I, I think they were the funny parts of the second one. Right. I would have, um, wanted a little bit more money knowing that it's a sequel and sequel now granted i did think there were some funny parts and they had a little bit more star power too they had yeah. uh rob schneider in there you had uh uh tim curry tim curry in there so you know donald trump was in there too donald trump was, was in there uh um, was quite nice in that yeah i just uh 
anyway, okay. Sorry, I'm looking up our why we can't like people watching are like how D- Daniel Stern. Okay. Okay. There we go. I, now we can move on. All right. Okay. See, I liked him in City Slickers. He I was thought, very funny. And I thought he Slickers. was hilarious in City yeah. Slickers. City Slickers, hilarious movie. Sequel, just as funny. Yes, it was. Yeah. Good job, City Slickers, on a good sequel. Weekend at Bernie's 2, never seen it. I did mm-hmm. once a long time ago. Right. And I don't remember. Also. Much. Remember there's more beach time, that's about it. I thought for the longest, up until probably a month ago, that Tom Selleck was Bernie. No. Yeah. It's so. a much shorter man. <laughs> I don't know how they would have done that with Tom Selleck. With Tom Selleck? <laughs> he was, he's way too tall. All right. Are you ready for my questions? Um, yes. Fantastic. Uh, staycation or road trip? Road trip. Yeah. I like road trips. Mm-hmm. Get me out of town. I just like to, it's funny is I, I like to go and like to get out of town. I like to go and do stuff. But then when I'm there, I just like to just kind of chill. I just don't really want, I, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to do the hiking. I don't want to do the adventure and all that stuff. I don't, I don't want to do that. I mean, like I've right. gone to, I, I like going to some museums if it's a, if it's something cool, if it's mm-hmm. something special. I would like to go and just see it if it's something cool, but I don't want to. Yeah, I'm good. Right. What has been the longest road trip you ever went on? This is question one B. One A one B. Um. Well, I mean, it's probably when I toured. I mean, that was. Probably the longest. Where was like the furthest destination you've ever driven to? I don't know. What's what's uh, farther away, L.A. or Miami? I don't know. Didn't you drive to like Minnesota or something one time? Well, we flew half of the way. Oh, but never mind. But. Yeah, we flew to oh, no, Kansas City. We flew to Kansas. Well, yeah, we had a layover in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and ironically, on one of my trips, it was cheaper. We took a, we flew, we were going to fly to Miami from Houston. Yeah. But we had to fly to Detroit and then Detroit down to Miami. That was kind of, it was odd to me. Right. Um, okay. So somebody else did. It's 1,548 miles from Houston to LA. Okay. And I think LA's farther. I think you're right. And it is 1,187 miles to Miami. Okay. Well, I've driven to LA. Right. I think if we were in El Paso, we'd be closer to LA than Miami. I think that's because we... Oh, yeah. It's because of the side of the state that we live on. Yeah. 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 When you're... it's, It's shorter distance for us to go from Houston to Chicago than it is from Houston to... um. Uh, El Paso. Right. So, yeah, I mean, as far as like the longest trip, distance wise, Mm -hmm. I've, you know, on a one shot, it's been to LA. Okay. But I mean, I've been up, up, up the California coast Mm -hmm. into Washington, Washington, yeah, Oregon. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing. Yeah, (laughs) same thing. Whatever. It's all. People joke about like people who live in California or New York. City, like that's their only world, and I do believe that people who live in Texas, it's kind of like their only world. Like, 
Oregon, Washington, like same thing. Well, I mean, like, we have, I know, right? We have woods like Oregon and Washington. We have rainy stuff. Yeah. We have beaches. We have mountains and desert. We have plains. We have it all here, folks, but we please do. don't come here. <laughs> we have a checklist of things. For, but no, but no, um, that's the longest. Mm-hmm. I mean, the longest, I mean, was just being on the road with the band and we drove all over. Cool. Question number two. What was the best holiday vacation? you've ever had holiday holiday the best holiday that was my again attempt at a british accent um holiday vacation i don't really remember i mean because i don't really remember going away Mm -hmm. too much for the i mean one time well i went to la Mm -hmm. um that was for christmas um i don't really remember going away on holidays mm-hmm. and i'm trying to remember something maybe we've done on holidays I, I don't remember anything yeah i think that's because maybe and maybe this is true for some other people but like our family has always been pretty much for the most part within the same state yeah, yeah. and so it was just going to go see family yeah. if we saw them and most of our family doesn't live anywhere exciting yeah i mean i had family in fort worth right and i mean that was that was really it yeah and most of the time, the holidays you just go, yeah, you just go see family. Yeah, that that's yeah. I don't really have. I don't think of a holiday. Yeah, holiday vacation. Right. Didn't go anywhere. I have a hard time because I've always been home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So doing Christmas somewhere else has always been weird for me. Like oh. you can go somewhere the day after Christmas. But oh. the day of Christmas, like, you're at home. It just seems weird to not be home for um, Christmas. I mean, we, like, when we go to, when I was growing up, we would go to Fort Worth to visit mm-hmm. those that side of the family. Mm-hmm. We would generally go up Christmas Day. So, I mean, I grew right. up years. I just knew Christmas Day. I'm going to Fort go Worth. Go up there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, we always had, like, Christmas Eve. At our house for my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family mm-hmm. that was in Fort Worth, we would go there. Right. On Christmas Day. And, and that was just kind of. Right. I, I don't really remember. So. So nothing fancy. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so third question. What is your bucket list holiday vacation? Do you have something on your bucket list of somewhere you would want to go for Christmas or New Year's even on your bucket um, list. Christmas. Or just holiday in general. Well, holiday in general. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This may be cliche, but um, I'd like to go to uh, London mm-hmm. um, around Christmas or something around that time. I would like to maybe even... Paris. I've never mm-hmm. been to Paris, but it would look. It might be kind of cool around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the stuff. Um, probably. I would actually. I would say probably London seems a little bit cooler. Um, a little bit more old timey Christmas. Right. Um. So yeah, I would say that. Okay. Um. I don't know. It may be kind of cool actually to like maybe Rome around Christmas mm-hmm. and kind of uh, do some stuff around the Vatican, just kind of see how right. things are, are there. Maybe, I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, probably London would be the first one if I had to choose any. 
But yeah. Cool. I don't think that seems cliche. I think cliche would be New York City. Oh, no. Screw and New especially York. Especially like. <laughs> I don't like, want to go to New York City. Like, I really have no desire. New Year's Eve to you. Like, I think that would be the most cliche thing to do. No, man. No, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I want to go. Where does time start? Where does the time start? I think in. The international dateline. Oh, um, I think it's England. No, no it's got to be in the Pacific somewhere, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, to be honest. But I, I think it may be somewhere in, in England. Let's look it up while we're looking look things up. up. All right. Um, no, because I, I, I don't have an interest of, in New York, um, especially, like, especially around that time. Um, just cause all the crowds of people, I mean, sure. granted there's crowds and a lot of people in England or in London is it's like the second most populous, uh, city in the world. Right. Um, second or third, either way it's up there. And so it's like, there's a lot of people there. I just, with New York, it's like all this New York's awesome. New York's, and it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm good with text. Bro. Right. Right. My Texas. Okay. Well, the international dateline is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Um, it does run through a country called Kiribati. Kir. I'm gonna say this wrong. So when you're so it would be like yesterday on one part of that, right? And then tomorrow. On- yeah, and then it's tomorrow, and you would wait. I guess like almost another 24 hours and you have another new you could like essentially celebrate two new years in the same just go to the other side right just drive that's what i would want to do yeah i don't even know if they would even kiribati the international day line is a line in the mid pacific ocean near 180 degrees longitude the eastward extension of the international dateline around the Pacific Island country of Kiribati, K-I-R-I-B-A-T-A. Kiribati. Kiribati. No, it ends in a, I'm sorry, it ends in an I. I can't spell because I'm t- typing and doing that stuff. It's really intense over here. Just Well, okay, well then I'll ask you that same question. What would be your bucket list? Holiday. Holiday. Hmm. That's super tough. Mine would be like almost (laughs) like either a New England countryside holiday where it's like snowing and old houses and trees and over the river and through the woods type thing or um, maybe even something like going to is it i guess chicago or area where uh like a christmas story like indiana where i don't know where that took place indiana Indiana. like i go back to 1943 I, i think simply because i'm it it's so much in my brain that you should be home for christmas it would be really hard for me to went to vacation around christmas time it, yeah, I don't know. Anywhere with snow. 
Anywhere with snow. Anywhere with snow. Would be on my bucket list. Okay. That's it, says the Southerner. All right, let's take a look at what the internet (laughs) says. And a few. You've seen snow once or twice. Once or twice, I've seen a few inches of snow. So let's take a look at what the internet has to say about this. So I wanted to go over a few articles. One of them is from Psychology Today. Uh oh. We're really getting some strong references here. So you might say this is a good resource for couples who work together. I might. Psychology Today. <laughs> uh, psychology, PhD Gwendolyn Seedman. Seedman? Seedman? I don't know. Okay. Uh, how vacations can help or harm your relationship. Hmm. Okay. The pros... Novel and exciting ideas increase passion. Okay, we're clearly not talking about family vacations here, though. Yeah. (laughs) Travel creates memories, obviously. Okay, you may learn something about your partner, like the fact that they don't want to get up and do anything on vacation. So, okay, the cons. Travel increases opportunities for conflict due to increased interdependence. Because you have to, like, you've got this other person. If you've got to, like, work together and do this thing together. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, spending a lot of time together can magnify existing tensions. Yes. Yes. Can. And travel may be stressful and exhausting. Sometimes it's just tiring, right? Yeah. Especially if you're going a far ways away. So what should you do to ensure that your vacation benefits your relationship and doesn't run into the possible pitfalls? Try something new and exciting. Maybe. Like, okay. Yeah. If there are already tensions in your relationship, choose a relaxing vacation that will run fewer risk of conflict, but make sure to enterprise some novel, exciting activities. Intersperse some novel and exciting activities. Remember that. Yeah. Rem- no, no, no. Remember that. Don't exhaust yourselves uh, and make sure both people have a say on what you get to do. Like going on hikes and. Yeah. I guess. Stuff. Don't do that. Well, no, like compromise too. Be like, okay, we'll go on a hike and then we're going to do absolutely nothing like, for the rest of the I day. I will walk from here to the corner and I'll wear hiking gear to do that. Yeah. And then we're going <laughs> to lounge. You. And then we're going to lounge around whatever it is and take a nap. Not it's not bad advice, Gwendolyn. It's not bad advice at all. I think it's one of those things that's way easier said than done. Oh, oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Very way easier because there's sometimes it's like when you're yeah. Uh yeah. It's yeah. So let's go on to the scenic suitcase.com and the scenic suitcase.com. Seems promising. How to travel as a couple without killing each other. Hmm. All right. So, first plan together. Like, I guess that goes back to having a say in like what you're doing. Oh, and, like, oh, and thinking about things that. Yeah. Okay. Like, both of you get a voice, plan it together, yeah. and do all that. Um, and that way there's no unwelcome surprises. Yes. Um, expectations versus reality. Like, just be real. No high hopes. J- 
Just be real. Take your hopes and dreams. Take your hopes and dreams. Toss that aside. Throw it away. And then, yeah, just I say, settle. I say, expect the worst. And then just... Do you normally expect no, the worst? No, I don't. I don't. I have learned over the years just to relax a little bit more, understand that things don't have to happen in an exact timeline, and that's okay. <sighs> Even though if we leave at a certain time, that means we get to the destination at a certain time and then we'll have the most time to maximize our experience at that so destination. would you want to leave pre-dawn for places? or If you're... it meant getting there by a certain time in order to do something super fun, then yes. What if it meant just to be there with nothing super fun? You just leave pre-dawn just for the whatever. Well, then there's no point. There's got to be a point. To see, and a reason up, when I grew up, like for instance, we take those trips to Fort uh-huh. Worth. It was always pre freaking dawn. I mean, I mm-hmm. I was okay because I would just yeah. go sleep in the back seat, peace out. But yeah, it I was mean, always if you, especially if it was going to be a short time, like let's say you're going to travel, you're going to drive somewhere, then the next day you're going to spend that day there, but then the next day you're going to come back. So. Or you're going to go somewhere and then come back the next day. Well, then, yeah, you leave early so that way you have more time. Yeah, see, we would typically stay like a couple of days. We'd go up yeah. to Fort Worth, spend like a couple of nights. We'd spend a couple of nights and then right. maybe come back like that whatever day. Yeah, but no, if there's a reason to leave early, and I and I enjoy maximizing our time at places, I am also the type of person, though, where it's like we – get somewhere, let's say we're staying at a hotel, you get to the hotel, you check in, and then, like, let's go. Let's go explore. Let's go do something. Like, I don't just want to just be like, hey, I'm at the hotel. Let me just lay on the bed. Like, I want to go. I'm going to have plenty of time in the hotel room. Let's go explore the places that we aren't going to see. I was going to say, because, like, some of my trips that I'm going to be, I'm going to be having to make, um, for business, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's going to be show up, throw my, throw my suitcases and yeah. then go to a meeting. Yeah. That type of thing. And then I'm going to be in meetings. So I, the, the last thing I want to do is to, is to go and lounge at the pool or whatever. I mean, sure. cause I'm always doing stuff. So I, whenever I just want to kind of go back to my room and just crash. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, know each other's habits okay. goes back to like if one of you wants to be active, if one of you wants to relax, like just understand what each other is expecting out of the vacation, um, which gets me to the next part. The recommendation says spend time apart, which may or may not be a good idea if, depending on where you're going. Because yeah. just like as a female, I don't necessarily always want to be by myself in a distant land. Yeah. I, you know, just for security reasons, but you know, it, it's okay. It's okay if you want, okay, for me, it means breakfast. I will wake up early back in the day when you actually had (laughs) breakfast at a hotel. I know, not the little bag with the banana. I won't, I I have no comment right now. I do have a comment. (laughs) I don't understand what the difference is between if a restaurant is open, well, then why can't a hotel serve breakfast? Oh, that uh, hotel pay- that used to serve the, the hotel that used to serve breakfast, basic continental 
breakfast. Well, I think it's self-serve. because it's self-serve. Because it's self-serve. I, I think so. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's just... <sighs> that was my favorite part of a hotel experience, and I feel like it's just been ripped ripped out of me. Like, yeah. just anyway. Because, like, there'd like, it'd be time... I mean, we've been doing this for years. Yeah. Or it's like... Um, you just like to get up and go get it, and, I, and so she was like, like at the like when we were touring, yeah. and stuff. You would just you wanted to get up, I wanted to sleep. You would just get up and go get it and yeah. bring it back, totally happy. Eat your breakfast while you're there, just kind of relax, and then just bring bring whatever's left back. It was it was good, right? I and just you want, had your away time. I have my away time. I get to get up. I get to enjoy a breakfast by myself that I did not have to cook mm-hmm. and I just get to relax. And that, it, that was always a fun thing. Yeah. So I get it. I'm sorry. Um, now I will just go and sit and open my brown paper bag and eat my apple and my granola bar by myself. <laughs> Can't even do that. Ask him, ask him, sorry, do you have coffee? No, we don't have coffee. Okay. Can I just can I just stick stick my head underneath the sink and get some water? Or no. Okay, not that either. I know it's like I've had to ask them, you know, it's like, well, since y'all don't have coffee, I'm gonna need mm-hmm. a few more of them little single serve packets. How many? Uh, six. How, be honest. <laughs> how many if you if you stayed in a hotel and they gave you the the brown bag breakfast? Yeah. How many bags do you take? Um I will generally take one per person. Yeah. And if it's just you and me, I'll and depending on what's in the bag. If it's just the same old, you know, oat bar nature oats, uh-huh. oat and honey, whatever, uh, one ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think again, I'm just gonna go back Maybe. to this. It's not like they. I understand. Okay, you can't do self serve because. Of COVID. Yeah. But why not put the same breakfast that you did and and, and box that up? Well, it's it's hard to do because, I mean, you're talking like maybe waffles or pancakes. Pas- okay, not even that. Pastries. Oh. Yeah. You could have done that. You could have set out the warming station and put little packages of eggs and potatoes and bacon in there. And people can just come grab it or something. I, I just feel like they used this as an excuse, and I get it. Hotels are losing money. Yeah, they are. And I get it, and they got to cut costs, and I totally get it. Um, it's 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 just it's 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 well, it is it is what it is. It, it is what it is. I think everyone will agree with you on that. It's a, just a it's a crap right. situation, right? For everybody involved, right? Um. It, it just, it generally sucks. I mean, I don't think anybody will, mm-hmm. oh, no, this is awesome. I mean, sure. everybody will agree. And and that's one of the things. It, it is, it does kind of suck. I mean, I've, like, we've had trips yeah. that we were actually kind of looking forward to that got canceled. Yeah, this is very much true. Um, and one of them was going to be in, in January. And I, I so it's interesting, when all of this started, when COVID started in America, it was you know, the week right before our spring break yeah. or during our spring break, because our kids 
went home from spring break and never went back to school until the fall. But the weekend of March 7th and 8th, earlier this year, you and I had races in San Antonio, Texas. And you were doing a a 10K and I was doing a marathon. And the morning of your 10K, uh, you had already gone up up to start your race. And we were... um, Eating breakfast, uh, me and the girls ate breakfast, and before we stepped and that outside, was a good breakfast. it what what I was going to say was that was the best self service breakfast I had ever had. Yeah, at a hotel, it was amazing. I don't know if it was the best I've had, but it is. Oh, it was really for me. It was amazing. It was the best, and I just I look back on that bre- hotel breakfast fondly. Because of just the last one, it was the last, it was the last one, and uh, it was just uh, delicious. And I will always appreciate that breakfast at the Hyatt place in San Antonio. Yeah, I had I had one at a Hyatt in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I think it was I think it was a Hyatt. It was it was a breakfast buffet at a at a hotel, um, an airport hotel, and that was that actually was better than that one. Really? <laughs> but that one that our last one, I mean, it was still it was right. top notch. Well, let's do our last article and this is from uh trips to discover.com and these are the nine best vacation destinations in the United States. Do we have time for this? We have 2 minutes and okay. I will go through this and this is very quick. Uh, it the top one is da, 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 Woodstock, Vermont. Really? I just exactly what I just said. It's like that that northeast over the river and through the woods type landscape. I don't like that. Give me and a cool urban area. So there you go. Um, you have Breckenridge, Colorado. Mm. People going skiing. Never been. North Pole, Alaska. That sounds kind of yeah. Cool. Uh, it's an Alaskan town. You can drive down streets like Chris Kringle Drive, Mistletoe Lane, or Santa Claus Lane and enjoy the annual North Pole Christmas in ice contest. Where, well, where is North Pole, Alaska? I don't know. Let's find out. I mean, is it on the northern? I don't know. It, uh, let's, we'll see here. Because, yeah, if it's. Because, like, to get to that town is probably take a plane to so-and-so and and then take, like, a little puddle jumper to another so-and-so to get into another puddle jumper, then to get to a place with roads, and then you're okay. Isn't that everywhere in Alaska? Or Pretty much. It seems like it anyways. Sorry, I'm not fast on the computer. Okay, I've got to make sure to type in Alaska, not North uh, North Pole. (laughs) All right, it looks like it's it's outside of Fairbanks. Oh, okay. So it's inland and uh, close, well, I say close to the Canadian border. It's not, I'm sure it's like a couple hundred miles away from it. But it's near Fairbanks, so central Alaska. Okay. So, all right, uh, let's see. We've also got on the list... Mechanic, it does it. Mackinac or Mechanic Island, Michigan. I don't know. Mackinac? I don't know. Mechanic? Okay. Uh, McAdenville, North Carolina. Uh, looks like they have lots of fun lights, and it's known as Christmas Town, USA. 
McCadenville. McCadenville? McCadenville. Leavenworth, Washington is the ultimate holiday town USA. So just a few places for folks to uh, to stop by if they want to on the holiday season. Cool. All right. So that is it for our time off episode of Working Together-ish. Thank you so much for joining us. Please remember to subscribe and happy holidays to you all. Thanks so much for listening. Working Together-ish is produced by Lauren Jackson at the Rockwell Team. The theme song is Stab at Love by The Shiny Darks.